Future Talk with Omiyal Saleh and Hany Balkis on Pulse95. It's a brand new day filled with innovation right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse95. And you know, Hani, February has to be the month of innovation and safer internet because that's exactly what the UAE is celebrating in February, aren't we? Yes, indeed, Omnia. Now, we had the chance to go all the way to a Sharjah, Sharjah. Broad, uh, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority. We are at Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, but we went to the Sharjah Book Authority. Sharjah Book Authority, and we got a lot of innovators, and we'll let you guys hear the interviews we've done with them. But Omnia, NASA wants the auto industry to build its next moon rover. Yes, Can you indeed. Imagine, imagine that. I'm wondering, who are they collaborating with? Is it Mercedes? Is it Ford? Is it Ford? You're in love with Ford. I'm not in love with Ford. Actually, I'm not a big fan of American cars, but... Uh, Ford is doing a lot in the technological sector. Yes, indeed. We started with the emoji, uh, what's it called? The jackets? emoji jackets. And, and then now we're moving to NASA moon rovers. NASA moon rovers. And also, um, yeah, now China has been the talk of the year. Oh, yeah. For all the, since December all the way to February, we've been talking all about China and the coronavirus. But China has launched a coronavirus close contact detector app yes indeed so they can actually track through this app who has the coronavirus and why are they at close proximity to those they work with or interact with but Sharjah Innovation Week is in full action and it's actually going to be ending on Friday so if you have a chance to stop by the Sharjah Book Authority make sure uh, you go ahead and attend to it but we're going to be sharing a few snippets uh, of the different innovations that we got to witness uh, so make sure you text us in on 4215 let yes. us know if you're going if you're going and if you cannot text in for any reason possible at Pulse95 Radio on Instagram and we're going to be taking a short break but when we come back we're going to give you all the daily digital information but we're going to leave you with Familiar by Liam Payne let's get it Pulse95 Daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world Welcome back to Pulse95 it is Future Talk and we got the daily digital news anything that's going on in the tech and digital world well we do have the news for you, don't we, Omnia? Yes, indeed. And we are starting out with China, the talk of 2020, because... Oh, Omnia, it's been a while since you started a story with China. Sadly, I think I've fallen out of love of China. Every time we used to start a story with China, it'd always be about Jack Ma, and Omnia would be in awe talking about Jack Ma as if... It is something of higher power. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, with the coronavirus spreading around, I don't think I love China that you know much they made anymore. made a song? About Corona. About Corona. It was a Latina, a Latino. Uh, I believe it's a rap band. A rap band. Huh? No Listen to way. this. A rap band. Yeah, and it was like Corona, Corona, Corona. Yeah, it was crazy, man. It's like Macarena, Macarena. Yeah, it was crazy, man. It was all over the the, the internet. But continue. You know what's crazy too? That's happening in China. They're launching an application that allows people to check whether they have been at a risk of catching the well-known coronavirus or not. So this close contact detector can actually tell users if they have been near a person who has been confirmed or suspected of having the virus, which draws a lot of questions because how do you know if someone has the virus teacher teacher I, I know I know what? I know I know how okay how? now Omnia do you remember yeah about because we've, we've always talked about China and their strict laws and regulations I remember if you want to buy a phone you need to have your ID yeah now 
they they register they register everything so they know who is who has this phone and they have an app store obviously on omnia Mm -hmm. right so the app store is connected to their actual id you're actually right so see teacher i do pay attention in class wow i'm so proud (laughs) but why am i a teacher again anyways moving on yesterday how do you tech yeah i think i'd give up this role I'd like to go back to being your co-host. You are my co-host slash teacher, but do continue on how they identify. Yeah. So just like Hani said, actually, uh, people identified as being at risk are usually, you know, advised to stay either at home and to inform the local uh, health authorities. But this technology is actually shedding light on how strong is China's government surveillance because they definitely have their eyes on their pep- population and what they've been doing. Eyes on the prize. Is, yeah, literally. So they've been asking all of their users to scan a quick response or a QR code on their smartphones using apps like, you know, the well-known Alipay, their different payment services, or even on their social media platforms, the WeChat. So mm-hmm. once this new app is registered with the phone number, um, every user is actually asked to enter their name and their ID number. And so they have to. Literally. So every registered phone number can actually be used to check the status of up to three ID numbers. So uh, this application is actually developed by government departments Mm -hmm. and the China Electronic Technology Group Cooperation. So they're being supported by data from the health transport authorities. So they're getting all the information about who has the virus and who doesn't. And we all know how widely known China is for having very high levels of surveillance on their citizens so what they're top notch you cannot breathe without the government knowing quite literally so the chinese government has been defining what is known as the close contact as coming near to with no any form of protection so no masks nothing uh, near someone who is ill and that covers a a wide variety of people so we're talking about you know you and i if one of us has corona i would be considered let's say a close contact Um, people who share a classroom people who live in the same home are are they still aren't they still on lockdown the wuhan city is on lockdown but Mm. the rest is not yeah so uh, it's definitely quite interesting to see how they've been using technology because just a few uh, days ago honey we were talking about how they were using drones to track people who aren't wearing any face masks so china you have been using the tech industry for your own surveillance yes indeed now uh Let's go out of China on the angle, back the space? to space, all the way to space, because NASA wants the auto industry to build its next moon rover. Rover. Now, NASA earlier this week did release an official contract inquiry seeking help from the automobile industry in designing a new, not Mars, not <laughs> Jupiter, but a moon rover. So uh, I had this conversation with my friends a couple of uh, weeks ago. Why don't we go back to the moon? Yeah. And we, we asked, uh, we Tom had a good, j- yeah, how come we didn't go back to the moon? And I guess they tune into Future Talk, Omnia. NASA does turn to Future Talk. Listen, you guys want us to go back to the moon? We're going back to the moon. Oh, they're actually, you know, they were going back to the moon, but not using humans. So they were using robots to do that. Yes. But now, Omnia, mm. guess who belongs on the moon? Your favorite. <laughs> Elon Musk, because he says uh, if there's one vehicle, actually, that does belong on the moon, it is Tesla's cyber truck. We're sending the humongous truck not, all the way that, to it's space? It's not that huge, Omnia, compared to a Mars rover. You know, those things are huge back in the 70s. But uh, oh, it's, it's amazing. Now, cyber truck is an electric vehicle that it does 0 to 60 miles, obviously, about two seconds, and does have really strong windows sometimes, though. 
It does. Sometimes it doesn't. Yes, sometimes it does, especially during a launch. A launch where they throw glass balls out, uh, glass balls on it, and it does like a DeLorean from Back to the Future. And uh, the point is. Uh, who do we think that NASA is going to give? I mean, sure, we talked. Omnia, do you remember months ago we talked about Audi's uh, rover that they had that can go off-road? Audi had an off-road car. Yeah. And uh, now SpaceX uh, and Elon Musk, they made Cybertruck. But uh, they're I mean, very excited to send people to the moon by 2024. And if this is the case and this is what they're aiming for, they're going to need some transportation if they want to get any yes. work done on the surface of the moon. And I think the Cybertruck. Or it quite perfectly. Or what autopilot? Land Rovers, Range Rover, Land yeah. Rover. Yeah. yeah, why not have a new company called Moon Rover? But then you're sa- oh, get it? Okay, okay, I see where yes, you're going it's with the this. Only, actually, it's the only company that could be called Moon Rover, and it was not looking basic. But uh, there's there are other options now. A lot of pe- now a lot mm. of people, uh, a lot of industries actually, auto industries are trying to the having propositions. They look. Do this and do that. Now they're doing the space race, but with cars. Now, now Omnia, mm. this is big for any company that signs with them because uh, Donald Trump, uh, U.S. President Donald Trump, did raise the budget for NASA this year. Oh yeah. And yes, and we all know government ch- contracts with America means cha-ching. If I could find the cha-ching, I cannot find the cha-ching, but it does mean cha-ching. Okay. Um, well, imaginary Ching is playing right cha-ching. now. <laughs> I got you guys. But you know, it's quite interesting to see if the goal will be met by 2024. We'll keep you updated. 24? I gotta wait four years? Yeah. I mean, it's better than how, how long has it been? I think it's been 12 years since the last human stepped foot on the moon. It's been a long while, but we're gonna keep you. I guess, I guess it's you. my time to shine, ladies and gentlemen. Send Hani to the moon. To the moon. I'd, I'd go on the moon. I wouldn't go to space. I'd go to the moon. But we're going to be taking a short break. And when we come back, what are we coming back with, Omnia? We're going to come back and take you through a virtual trip uh, in the Sharjah Book take Authority. Me on, a trip on your magic rocket ship. <laughs> Quite da, literally. Da, da, school time. I think it was called school time or something. I forgot. That was back rocket in the day. Einstein, rocket Einstein? Rocket Einstein. Good memory, Omnia. You're getting uh, up, to sp- up to pace with my memory. Taking a short break. We'll come back with more on the Sharjah Innovation Week. Stay tuned right here on Pulse 95. <laughs> You're listening to Pulse 95. Future Talk with Omiyal Saleh and Hany Balkis on Pulse 95. Welcome back to Pulse 95. We are live from the heart of Sharjah and we're talking everything Sharjah, aren't we, Omnia? And today's a great day. I'm in a great mood, Omnia, because it's Sharjah Innovation Week. It is Wednesday, tomorrow is Thursday, and we have this interview from Ahmed Saif bin Saad, don't we? Yes, indeed. He is one of the organizers at the uh, Sharjah Innovation Week Committee, and he definitely told us a lot about the beginning of and the birth of this UAE Innovation Month. How did it start? Uh, what are the goals that we should expect from it? But also... And you had the pleasure of interviewing him, didn't you? Yeah, he was such an interesting character. And he definitely shared secrets about who was attending the event, how big it was, and... And you only have this information right here on Future Talk. You yeah, won't find exclusive. this inf- exclusive. It's fresh. It's Pulse 95 and exclusive. 40 minutes old, that's it. 40 minutes old, yes. Omnia went and... We, actually, Omnia and I went and grabbed it and came straight back to the studio we went to our editing team we said listen get this done 40 minutes old news because we don't have any old old news isn't that right Omnia? <laughs> yes indeed so let's see what he has to say about the birth of the uae innovation month yes indeed 
We are joined today by Ahmed Saif bin Saad, who is uh, one of the members at the UAE Innovation uh, Month Committee. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the UAE Innovation Month and what goals has it been able to achieve? So it dates back to 2015 when His Highness, uh, the President of the UAE, uh, announced that the year 2015 is to be the year of innovation. And towards the end of the year, uh, His Highness, the Vice President of the UAE, Sheikh Hamad bin Rashid, has announced that there should be uh, um, an event that celebrates celebrates innovation on a yearly basis and it was a UAE Innovation Week back in 2015 and because of its success uh, in 2016 as well um, they decided to scrap it as a week and and uh, and to start off as a month from 2018 onwards so February of every year uh, the UAE celebrates the UAE Innovation Month and it basically moves um, from one emirate to the other it starts out uh, in Abu Dhabi it moves on to uh, Sharjah uh, in the second week, the third week it's in Fajera and Ras Al Khaimah, and finally it ends in Dubai. We've seen so many excited souls walking around, so excited to learn about the different collaborations, especially that are done in the field of innovation. But who, ha who do you think is the most excited about it? Is it students? Is it companies? Uh, how has the interaction been? I mean, I mean, thankfully that this year we can say everybody because the inclusion has been has been you know on on different levels throughout the years. It started out with with government entities, whether it was federal or or local, and. And then it moved on to obviously in the Emirate of Sharjah with, with a lot of you know academic institutes. Um, there was the inclusion of, of academic institutes and students participating. And then further on, we started including the private sector until finally, and this year we have we have gathered all segments that anybody could think of, which are basically the individuals. So the individuals are included in these participations through um, the incentive of, of of competing in the Sharjah Innovation Award. So there is something for everybody and and different sectors and in different specialities and interests as well. Can you tell us a little bit about the Sharjah Innovation Awards and what are the different criteria that you are picking the winner based on? Well, um, the Sharjah Innovation Award is in its first iteration this year. It was basically uh, under the, the guidance and it's under the patronage of His Highness the Crown Prince uh, and Deputy Ruler, Ruler of Sharjah, the Chairman of the Executive Council. And uh, it, uh, it, came, it came to us as, as a shock because he, under his guidance and his wisdom, he saw that there wasn't the inclusion of individuals in this event and there were there were a lot of uh, there were a lot of missing parts you know they, they didn't feel that they could they could participate and 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 you know chip into the success of this event so the criteria is well there's there are there are many criteria that they are being assessed on and you know primarily it's uh, it's on relevance it's on you know the, the actual creative element uh, the application the actual value added of the initiative the, the list goes on but um, the ones that are here with us in this show today um, are the 15 shortlisted ones. Three out of these 15 projects are going to be, you know, uh, going to be winning the the prize that and will be recognized by His Highness the the deputy, the, the Crown Prince of Sharjah. That's amazing. Um, uh, looking at the different goals that the UAE Innovation Month has been able to accomplish, what do you think are the goals for this year? Well, the goals for this year, as much as it has been every year, is to basically spread the culture of innovation. And actually, when it started out, it was basically to, to inform people and to raise the awareness of, of innovation. But now we have gotten to the point where um, 
people actually know what innovation is and they want to see different 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 kinds of innovations you know whether it was government innovation disruptive or even in, in primary interest and and certain sectors and specialties so we want to build on that in the years to come, hopefully, and we would like to see the measure, the measure of success of, of what we're doing as an event is to actually get more people interested and these interested people to come and actually find something that, that could be relevant to them. Well, UAE Innovation Month you is... You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, they heard it here first, but Sharjah Innovation Week is actually... Two more days are left. Only two more days and tomorrow... Wednesday, uh, Thursday and Friday. Wednesday, Thursday, yeah, so Today's three more Wednesday. days. Today's Wednesday. But tomorrow they're actually announcing who the winner of the well-known innovation award How is going to be. How much money? It's going to be three winners, collectively 70,000 dirhams. I wish I was innovative. You are your own future talk. I'm on future talk. I talk about innovative people. We got the, the, the greatest minds we bring on future talk on Nia. I know, and definitely. Maybe, maybe we should have, man. Kind of think about it, we should have got one of the greatest minds made a super team, Omnia. We actually did get the greatest minds, and we're going to be playing them very shortly. Smart. Interviews with some of the most interesting robots that are portraying the UAE heritage and culture, as well as making all of our government services a lot more quick. So stay tuned for all this and more coming up right here on Future Talk. Right um, here on Pulse 95. 95. Pulse 95. Future Talk. Only Al Saleh and Hany Balkis on Pulse 95. The month of innovation is in full action and it's not stopping in Sharjah. It is spreading all throughout the different Emirates. And to celebrate it, we actually got a chance to go to the Sharjah Book Authority. Yes, and indeed. And in, you know, look Because it is Sharjah Innovation Week. Exactly. Yeah. And we got a chance to look at the, all of the different innovations that were happening. Students were involved. Government sectors were involved. But the most interesting one of all of them, Hani, was the innovation done by the Ministry of Interior. We they love our had, police, Omnia. Exactly. And they had an air wheel. An air wheel. Uh, police patrol. Yes. So we're talking about the police literally being on air wheels across different events. And they actually were on one very recently in the Flag Day event. They were, I've seen them. Yeah, they were strolling around yeah. um, on their air wheels. And they have different features that we're going to get to know more about them uh, from the captain straight from the Ministry of Interior. So let's see what he had to say. Let's get it. We are joined uh, today by uh, Captain Ali Assuwedi from the Ministry of Interior and they're telling us all about this smart air wheel police patrol. So can you tell us a little bit about its different features and what is it used for? So uh, as you see, it's uh, have more equipment. If the policeman uh, by himself take all this equipment, it would be hard to use it or to move. Uh, so we uh, do this uh, to help him uh, to, de uh, to do uh, his job. Uh, as you see, we have um, uh, lights, iPad for connecting with the um, main station in our camp, um, weapons, uh, equipment like um, uh, bag for um, first aid, uh, and more things, uh, speakers, and like this lights to be um, different than the other uh, people. And you have the um, uh, speed like uh, 40 kilometers in hours and um, can be used at uh, until five hours and charged for two hours. 
So it charges for two hours and lasts for five hours. And I can definitely see a fire extinguisher along with it. So uh, if you need a weapon, if you need a first aid kit or a fire extinguisher, it's all in there. Um, can you tell us a little bit about where is it used? It's used um, uh, at night and uh, if there is any, uh, uh, any uh, events can be used uh, also there uh, to be easy move there. It, we, it was definitely used at uh, the Flag Day event too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when we do it first time, we call it uh, uh, Zaid Is. Zaid Is, Am Zaid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, there's also another innovation that I can see right about in front of my eyes. Uh, it's a, basically a smart drone that can also throw gas bombs on protesters yeah. without risking the life of a, a police officer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as you know, the, the uh, uh, police maybe can uh, throw it by himself, the policeman, maybe until 50 meters. But when we use the drones, we can uh, use it until uh, two kilos, so two kilometers, like that, yeah. And how often does it need to be charged? Um, maybe on, uh, use it for uh, 35 minutes and we have extra battery. No, we, no problem with the battery. Charger police are definitely killing it in the tech sector. Can yes, we say that? Yes, indeed. We have, uh, I think it was Aoun. Yes, yes, indeed. We so, had, Captain. Uh, we had, uh, you can now talk to Charger Police through yeah. WhatsApp. Aoun, exactly. Aoun was Charlotte Aoun. Bot. Aoun. It was Aoun, yeah. Yes. Pretty sure. Um, but we also have been seeing a lot of innovations coming from the Ministry of Heritage and Culture. Because back in the day, we used to, whenever we go to National Day events or any other events that portray the Emirati heritage and culture, we always used to see uh, these very wise woman sitting down knitting or uh, using the different uh, what is it called needles the, not the not utensils the something like that i'm i've yet to remember the word but the tools the tools exactly from the palm trees so they use actually the stems of the palm trees mm. to create these different uh, not gadgets, but different items. Knits. Yeah, exactly. So they knit different items so that they can cover the food with them. We call them sulafa, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Um, but now they actually created a machine where they can portray holograms of these uh, different items with explanation of what they are. So let's hear a little bit of the hologram speaking and explaining what the sulafa is. <laughs> These robot machines are actually found in different branches of the Sharjah heritage and culture, but we're also going to be learning a little bit about what are the different languages they offer. So let's hear it right we, from... We got, we got everything jam-packed for you, ladies and gentlemen, today. Everything. We're giving you it all fresh from the Sharjah Innovation Week. As we were walking by the Sharjah Innovation Week and looking at the different innovations that were done, we happened to pass by an innovation that is done by the Sharjah Institute for Heritage. So would you like to tell us a little bit about what this holographic uh, heritage machine is doing? It's uh, called the hologram. It's the new technology. It's uh, showing the things by uh, 3D. So we mix the technology with our heritage. So we can like uh, explain our traditional things by uh, 3D, like you are sitting in front of old lady or a man, so uh, they don't need to describe to you, and they take long time, and uh, afraid, yes, uh, also um, they are feeling like tired too much, so uh, by this uh, new technology, we can 
move it to anywhere, to the any mall, to any uh, department, any uh, schools, so they can learn it easily and they can like uh, like playing and do it in front of this uh, hologram. So it's basically a mini game that teaches yeah. you all about the history of the UAE. Uh, I happen to see a few items that are placed in yeah. front of the screen. Are these real or is this just the part of the hologram? No, this is real. Just we want to make the the idea is how we want to make it the hologram by 3D. So um, in the future we will add many things, our uh, traditional things, and we will add. Now we have two language, Arabic and English. We will add the uh, Indian language and also Chinese. So uh, we want to uh, like uh, send our uh, traditional things to more than like uh, many countries. So you're basically spreading the culture and the heritage of the UAE and teaching it to many people from different nationalities. Can you tell us a little bit about the two items that are, or the two uh, traditional pieces that the machine is explaining right now? And is, are there any more that are going to be added in the future? Yes, of course. We will add more uh, things in the future. So uh, the first, we add uh, two things, a telly and a sifafa. A sifafa, we use it to... Uh, uh, like to cover the food. Before we use this sifafa to cover the food. Also now this one is explain the how it's doing and how we make it by hand. It's take maybe uh, five hours, yeah, for make it this from the nakhil. Um, from the palm trees and the interesting thing about it is that instead of waiting for five hours for one to be completed we get to see it right in front of our eyes immediately yes, of course yes and you can do it by your hands like you are playing by ipad and learn it same time you've heard it here first ladies and gentlemen we got all the updates on Sharjah innovation week but we're going to be taking a short break and when we come back we're not done yet we have another interview and i'm going to keep it a little secret so Stay tuned to Pulse95. We'll be back after this very, very short break. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse95. 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 Future Talk with Omni Al Saleh and Hany Balkis on Pulse95. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We're here at Pulse95 at the heart of Sharjah. Speaking of Sharjah, we got all the updates on Sharjah Innovation Week. We've been playing interviews all throughout the show, and we're giving you all the details that's going on in the UAE and Sharjah specifically. Everything technology, isn't that right, Omnia? Yes, indeed, because Sharjah Innovation Week ha- still has three more days left. So if you'd like to go to get a sneak peek of all the different technologies that we are going to be expecting in the government sectors, and amongst different students, you got to make sure you head mm-hmm. to Sharjah Book Authority. Mm-hmm. Um, but while walking um, and you're inside the Sharjah Book Authority, I happened to come across an interesting robot called Barik. Now, Barik is actually helping finish up different uh, documents in the Sharjah uh, commerce. What does Barik mean? I mean? So we know every time uh, we have this, uh, we have an Arabic name that's related Translate. to a gadget. Right? It always had like Sa'ad mm. or, or, or Yeah, Sa'ad, Sa'ad means helper. And Rafid. The other, Rafid means helper right? too. And Aoun, and, and, and what is it called? Aoun. 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 Means mean, helping. Helping. So, help. so there's always a kind of little bit uh, translation 
that that does help from the formal Arabic. Do you know what it means, Omnia? Yeah. So barq, I think, comes from the word barq, which means very fast speed, uh, a robot that can definitely give you the best uh, services in the least amount of time. So we're going to be actually talking about this robot called uh, barq that's being used by the Sharjah commerce uh, industry commerce and industry uh, sector and we're going to be hearing about what it has to offer yes indeed we are joined here by Aisha Zarani from the Sharjah Chamber of Commerce and Industry uh, and they actually have been using a robot called Barik uh, right here in the heart of Sharjah for different services that we're going to be knowing uh, soon about. So can you tell us a little bit about what is Barik doing and how successful has he been or has it been? Okay, uh, Barik is one of the robots that we've been using since around two years. It fa- facilitates all the procedures and all the like the um, Okay, it facilitates all the procedures for the clients. As as a charger chamber, we have around 70,000 membership uh, at our organization. Uh, Barak actually uh, issue a certificates and memberships and uh, invoices for all the procedures that they need. They can just apply their request online and they can get an approval within 24 hours because we have a remote working system. So when they get the approval, they can pay online and they just get an application number. They can just come and log in with their username and password and put their application number and it will print all the documents they need. Um, it's there 24 hours. Uh, it's, uh, it's working only also at holidays and at uh, like uh, official vacations. Yeah, we will we will ha- we are having this at our main branch. We will put it at Al Hamriya branch and Charger Airport. Uh, what are the different services that Barak is able to do when it comes to helping out the client? It's uh, it will save their time actually and save the effort. And instead of they can uh, instead of coming to the chamber to do or to, to to accomplish their procedures, they can just apply everything online and they'll get the approval uh, quickly. They they don't have to to uh, to to wait until the working hours. Uh, and it's like it's a fast it's a fast way. Like you know today uh, everything is being fast. You can't wait. Uh, time is money. So this save your your time, save your effort and uh, saves your time saves your effort one quick question that came to mind a lot of people when dealing with robots always wonder is it an it is it a he or is it a she so what is Barak's gender uh, Barak is he because his name is Barak so it's a he and we are, we are dealing with it as a human being like uh, he can sing or also uh, a national songs but now uh, he's so he's so loud so we can we can't like uh, he's definitely making his presence known yes. uh, and honestly it his name is very fitting to what he does because barik means someone who is very fast yeah, and that's very fast and he can do everything but actually he he, he only like do three main uh, procedures or uh, tasks Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Yes, you've heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Charge Innovation Week. We got you all the updates. We were the barks. We of were the barks. It was the first day, and we got you all. Uh, first day. Wow. I, I think I need my week to finish, actually. I think you do. Because I think I, I'm, I'm excited. It's been going to... on since Sunday, but there are three more days left. Yes. I mean, uh, I looks like I'm a little bit sleeping, a little bit hungry, as it is getting lunchtime. And as... We close up 3 o'clock. We're, we're opening, opening the we're tables. Opening the, we're opening... Let me think. Wait. Okay. We're, we're opening, opening the spaceship. 
No. Yeah, we're opening. We're opening it. the tracks. We're opening the tracks. We're opening the tables. For Omar Duri. Or we're opening up the airways for Omar Duri, the halftime show, and he's gonna give you all what you need to know about all everything sports, mental health. We're so proud of him. He was actually giving a talk yesterday about mental health. Physical health, his new I, book, I, I love Reset. The, I, I love the dude. I love the dude. I love the dude. Anyways, we're going to open up the airways for him. Tune in tomorrow, same time, same place. Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. Hannibal, please. I'm your son. Let's see you later, guys. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.